Welcome, everybody, to episode seven of Half Hearted Heroes Campaign 2. Barry, take it away. <sighs> Sorry, I'm drinking <laughs> a nice glass of milk. Nice. Oh Chocolate my god, milk? don't know. No, we cannot no. sidetrack on this Barry. Be this isn't even milk. chocolate milk. This is, is just regular whole milk. Okay. Dude, Dustin, Dustin don't start it. It's a weird thing Holly Barry made does. homemade chocolate chip cookies. And I just smashed Wait, a Wait, first of, of all, what's so weird about just drinking milk? He just drinks milk. I do too. <laughs> I drink milk too. What are you guys talking Dude, about? Dude, it's milk. It makes you have strong bones. Oh, you know? my God. Oh, my God. In this I was with you that God. one day you drank chocolate milk, that big cup of chocolate milk. I was with you then, but not the regular <laughs> well, not, Like chocolate. I said, Holly made homemade chocolate chip cookies. And okay. I just, I you know. That. I the, the, that. I even, I, I just, it's perfect. You dip it Yeah, hell cookies? yeah. I even got some chocolate you chip dip, on the oh, rim yeah. on accident. Dustin, grow I up, can't. man. I can't. <laughs> Y'all, y'all weak bone players over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, Barry. What happened in episode okay, seven? So, milk drinker. Did, is all is that all we did was the one room? No, there was another room. You guys did two, two rooms. rooms. Sand room. That was the. Yeah, it was, it was the, a very short like the room. Indiana Jones room. It's like the jungle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we went in there. It looked like a swamp. Had like fake trees and moss and rocks and all that stuff, and then the pedestal was in the middle when it was had a box on it, didn't it? Or a big crate? Yeah, yeah. With yeah, and we were like real nervous, and we opened the crate and we triggered a booby trap, but we were so fast and we were rolling so good that we just we just took a couple steps back and it missed us, man. A bunch of sand come pouring in, but we already had the key in our hand, so it was just like it was it was like it was nothing. The best room yet. Pindle and Drip didn't even approach, so they were just like back in the back, just watching. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying really hard, pr- and I don't remember any of that. So, <laughs> Ulrich, you yeah. went up. You, you went up. In it. You're the actually crate. the one that took the key. Yeah, and you actually took the key out with an arrow, I think, yeah, or something. I don't. Arrow. I don't remember the sand. <laughs> <laughs> it was a booby trap. Indiana Jones. I'm losing my shit, guys. I'm losing it. Then we left. And we went in the hallway. We gave another rating to Kate. Uh, Kate. Yeah, Kate. Kate. Uh, and then she led us into a big circular room with a big machine in the middle. And there was a... Oh, there was a robo... <laughs> Dude, the Chucky Cheese Dragon was on the first part like, of this part. like oh. four episodes. There he said that in the last that. recap, That's too. That's all I remember every time. <laughs> uh so it had a it had an animatronic te- teddy bear or some shit like that oh for for what you guys actually fought yeah yeah what we fought one was almost a dog or something like that one was a one was a, like a mechanical dog one was like a beer keg with legs oh, that's and right. eyebrows and yeah because he shot beer at us at one point yeah and i think you guys ended up liking it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was the cool part uh, we couldn't figure out the mechanics of the room, so we're like, we're fucking these dudes up. They and like for some reason, every other time that we go to move, everybody was getting shocked by me, <laughs> and I yeah. was perfectly fine. We couldn't figure out why till the very end. But we'll recap back on that. Oh, we had a really intense boss battle with these two dudes. Ended up killing them both, no problem. Uh, there was these computers scattered around the room that were supposed to help us with the mechanics <laughs> of the room, but instead we, we just decided them. 
we decided to <laughs> chuck them at the machine in the middle. But it did massive damage and also accomplished our goal of stopping the machine, ultimately. When all you got is a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Come to find out, we were getting charged with positive like ions from this this machine every time it would like send it out and depending on how we rolled everybody either got shocked or they were good to go and i happen to be good to go like five times out of six uh but yeah we we beat the room killed the machine and i think all we did was just open the door and then we we took a short rest <laughs> okay. okay so this is where so, uh so a i don't Okay, I might need to... I'm pretty sure we rested. I haven't... I, I, I haven't... No, no, no. So, I haven't finished editing the episode, so I don't remember exactly where you guys got the key from, or, like, if you guys got the key. But if not, Retcon, um, when you guys smooshed up the machine real good, the key was inside of it. Um, but the other thing is, I did go to the very end of the episode to see, like, how it ended. And it was you guys going into the hallway... With um, Marcus saying, I don't care if I have to sleep in the hallway. I'm picking uh, a rest. And then that's yeah, how it then ended. Yeah, you said, it. we'll see if they let you sleep. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. So, we'll, uh, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and pick up right from there. So you guys do have the key. So you guys now have a total of four keys out of seven. And uh, you're able to enter into this. Again, it's like a hallway with like uh, turnstiles. As if they were expecting just like masses of people to come in for this uh prophecy analysis shit and then when you get to the end of the turnstiles it says uh room is room is uh being prepared still and then you hear that voice of the intercom please rate your experience of the previous room on a scale of one to five stars you should have asked me earlier man i can't remember that room Mm, i think i give it one uh i'm gonna give it a solid four that was a fun one shit I'll say that was a 4.5. Excellent. Thank you very much. Please wait for the next room to be processed. Hey, Kate? Yes. <clears throat> can we uh can we sleep a little bit while we're waiting for the next room? The uh the flap on the room flips to ready and you hear Kate say, "Oh, you for read through your paperwork, correct?" No. None of us, none of us read the fine print. I skimmed through it a bit. Well, you see, I read it, but I wrote a fake name. (laughs) 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 I forget. I think drip. I don't remember if you really did write a fake name or not. (laughs) I think I did. Kate says, "Surely, if you've read the fine print, you know that there's no resting in the prophecy analysis chamber." Well, technically, I didn't sign it. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, so like, what would happen if I just lay down and fell asleep right here on the floor? Then the prophecy analysis would be null and void, and you would not get your alliance license. What if I sat here quietly with my eyes open and did not fall asleep? <laughs> but just wasn't would, responsive for like an hour. <laughs> you, 
you would know from reading the fine print that as soon as the room is ready, the next group must enter. And as you all are the next group, it is now time to enter and the door slide open. I, I got a question. When was the last time another group came through here? Oh, you are the first four to ever apply for a Prophecy Analysis Alliance. <laughs> What'd you just say? <laughs> Man, I was going to edit that. I knew. A prophecy license for an al- <laughs> it's so It's so many words. It- an alliance license for the prophecy. I, I had all these in my notes, but they're not on this page. It, what this is exactly called. This is like the, uh, it's for an, al- an alliance license using the prophecy clause. No one has ever applied for this before. That's why you don't know the name of it. <laughs> That's why I'm so confused about the so dang name. No one's applied for this before. Why is it a thing? Because us Modrin are preparing for any and every possible license or paperwork that could come our way. When was that uh, that fine print printed? I printed it fresh off the, the printing press. <laughs> Just kidding. We've got a printer. When was it? When did it come about as a legality? Jeff Bleasas wrote that about a year ago. I think it needs to be updated every six months, doesn't it? So technically, it's six months out of date. So therefore, your shit's null and void. Modrin go by one year and one day updating all of our licenses. So we are still within our jurisdiction. <laughs> <laughs> so by the end of the by the end of the day today, right? <laughs> right, correct. So you want to get this license before the day ends, or perhaps you'll have to retake the test. Okay, I have... Or we can just hang out in the hallway for the rest of the day. I have a serious question, <laughs> because we're, we're six episodes, seven episodes into this. I don't even, I don't even remember what we're doing, like what the license is for. Like what? What's the end game here? I don't either. It's like, we, they, <laughs> like they're just like all oh, like doing this, you? and I'm just like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Hey, is this? Okay. there's no. a prophecy. Go this way through that door. No, so you guys told them like, hey, there's this big army coming. We're trying oh. to recruit all the factions of Severed Key, and they said, oh, you mean like a prophecy? And then they said they've got this thing where they have alliance licenses. Where if you've got a, li- a license for an alliance, you will be able to call upon the alliance. And But first, you guys said that you got a, this prophecy so that you have to go through the prophecy analysis first to make sure that you guys are up to par. And then if everything's, everything's good by the end of it, you guys will uh, be granted this alliance. Um, as long as you guys meet all the criteria for the fine, fine print that you guys surely read. And you guys will have your first ally for your uh, for your upcoming battle. Hey, we might get we might get that um, that robot uh, dinosaur thing. The Chuck E. Cheese dragon, man. Yeah, the Chuck E. Cheese. I would love to have him fight on our side. <laughs> him just flailing about <laughs> while the you know the armies are rushing us. He'll be the one to save the day in the end. <laughs> all right, all right. I guess we'll just approach this door here. Fuck it. Let's all die today. We'll go to the next room. (laughs) Well, uh, so the door does open and you see it looks, uh, the, the ceiling is painted like nighttime. Now there's not a lot of stars in the sky. And this, this entire room is pretty gloomy looking. 
And there's another one of those where it looks like it was supposed to be like a river, but it's very, very neat and even. It's not like a river, how it kind of meanders. It's just like solid lines, just like the acid room uh, earlier where it's like a 40 foot gap with water in it. Um, Stick your toe in, Marcus. <laughs> I'll try it. I'll try it. Uh, yeah. Well, Marcus approaches it, and Marcus, you see a uh, there is a little canoe that is tied. When I say canoe, it's like a rowboat um, that is tied up, and uh, it's a dock on this side, and then you see a dock on the other side, and then Marcus, you also see next to it, you see a little uh, robotic, uh, what looks like like a coyote or a fox a robotic chicken or a hen and then a small bag of grain and you hear k8 over the intercom all right so another thing we have to test of all of our prophecy applicants is their problem solving skills for this room it's pretty simple if you ask me you just need to all be in the boat anytime you journey to or from the other shore and you have to get all three of these items to the other side if you leave the chicken with the fox the fox will surely eat the chicken if you leave the chicken with the grain the chicken will surely eat the grain if you leave the grain to itself it will surely commit a bunch of genocide no i'm just kidding you can do whatever with the grain how many can we fit like only one at a time Oh, yes, there's only surely going to be room for one at a time with you four beefy boys on the boat. Right. How deep is this little creek or river, whatever? Irrelevant. Wait, wait, wait. Can we feed the grain to the chicken, feed the chicken to the coyote? If we throw them in the river, did you? Did no you, chicken, no fox, no problem. Listen, Done. listen. Obviously, there are ways around this. You could obviously put all of them on your laps and go to the other side. That's not the point of this exercise. The point is that you all four will need to be in the boat at the same time and only be able to carry one piece of luggage over to the other side each journey. How far is the other side? About, well, you can see it's about 40 feet. Uh, We have to carry one at a time. No, guys, I got it. I got it. I'm going to tie a rope around each one and an arrow, and we're just going to shoot them across. <laughs> no, let, hey, Ulrich, I'm starting to learn your whole j- jazz now. <laughs> That's jazz. not – it's – obviously, you – a couple of you could probably just throw these things across the river and be done with it. It's It's problem-solving 101, having to actually solve being able to complete these journeys in, you know, multiple trips. The, you said they're mechanical, right? I didn't say that, but you can see that. They're mechanical. Yes, they are mechanical. Uh, I'm going, I've got this. I'm going to attempt to remove the fox's head from its body since it's mechanical. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> again, I, I feel like nobody is getting this exercise at this moment. It's not, it's not hurting these animals and stuff. It is literally just you four need to come up with 
a plan, a series of plans to get them across one at a time without leaving the fox with the chicken or the chicken with the gra- I mean, I, I'm, I'm boiling it down to you as simple as I can. Wait a minute. Okay, so we take the chicken first. And then we take the wolf afterward, or the the fox. Because no, the fox won't eat the grain. No, Mark's, no, 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 no. Listen, no, 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 we let we no. let the chicken eat all the grain. And then we let the fox eat the chicken, and we carry one thing over. <laughs> I I tried that. I tried that earlier. What do you mean you tried that? We just got here. <laughs> I, I I I said let the chicken eat the grain, and then the coyote eat the chicken. Because if you take the chicken first, leave him there. Oh, and then Pindle can eat the the fox. <laughs> listen, Alric, listen. Nobody eats anybody. Uh, hear me out real quick. Keep one Marcus. So so you said so you said the chicken first. Yeah, but then if we take the grain, then the chicken will eat the grain. Then the chicken will be with the or grain. Or if we take over the there, fox, yeah, then yeah. the fox will eat the chicken. Or I could take the chicken's head right. off. Or the, the the fox's head off, and then put it in a bag, and it can't eat the chicken when it's left over there until we get back over and put the head back on. How big is this bag of grain? Is it like a tater sack? <laughs> it's like the size of the other two. I mean, how fast can this chicken eat the grain? What if he eats a couple pieces? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, another thing is you guys don't see like a plinth with a key anywhere in this room. And like there's no really any other kind of like marking. So like you don't know where, you know, it even would be. Listen, please just try your best to just make the journeys you four carrying doing, one Kate. at a time. That's what we're doing. Pindle, yes. Uh, Pindle, uh, you no, raising no, your hand? No, out of character question. Okay. How, how long seconds wise would it take to get across this river? <laughs> like this a round of combat? But round it, would of combat? Probably, it would probably take you like maybe like 30 seconds to get to the other how side. How long is a round? Six seconds. Oh, shoot. I was going to like, you know, do something with Booming yeah. Blade and then it like stuns <laughs> Hang on, <wait. laughs> We're thinking way too deep into this. No, we got to think deeper, man. <laughs> yeah, I I try to think of like all the scenarios, but if we take the deeper, we man, take deeper. the chicken first, okay, that's what I thought. And chicken we drop first him makes off. Sense. Okay, right. Then we then right, we go right. back and we get the grain. Get the fox first. Yeah, the but then if we up. leave the fox, then he's gonna eat. He's gonna eat that chicken on the that chicken. other side. Listen, yeah. listen. Okay, well, if we go and we get the we get the, the get the chicken, and we take the chicken over first, drop him off. Then we go back and get the fox, and then we take the fox over. What kind of fucking boat is this? A boat for ants? Then we <laughs> then we take <laughs> the fox. Oh, wait, we can only have one at a time, can't we? Is there enough room in the, in the bag of grain to put the fox? <laughs> like we stuff like the chicken it. in the bag of grapes. <laughs> I think we take the chicken, then we come back and get the grain, then take the grain and drop it off because he's not going to eat that much, and then come back no, and wait, get the fox. There's no way he's going to eat that much grain. Wait, he's. They said that we could all hold something on our lap. We just no, hold all no. three at the same time. I, I said mechanically, like obviously you guys could. 
but that's not in like the rules of this this uh, logic puzzle they're giving you. Jesus Christ! Bears mapping shit out over there. I, I see him with a, a pen and paper. Well, piece of paper. Hang Wait, on. Yeah, I have a notepad too, but like, are are we? Can two can two things be oh, on the boat at one time? No, it's only supposed to be one. Okay. I oh, fucking guys, figured guys. it out. Guys, I, I think I know no, what to do too. I think I know what to do. I think I know what to do. I think I know what to do. Okay, wait, 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 wait. On three, all three of you guys say it at the same time, and I will edit it. Oh, uh, dude, this is gonna take more than just One. a quick answer, though. Yeah, yeah. I have to explain oh, this. Okay, okay. I think okay. I have it too, Barry. But you got. I got. I got it. If if okay. if Barry's okay, wrong, I think me. I got it. All right. Go, Marcus. Okay, hang on. So we take the chicken first. I'm going to hold this up here and see if you can. Oh, it's fucking blur. No, it's not sensitive on it. We take the chicken first. Okay. And then we. How do I have this? Take the chicken first and go and drop him off. <laughs> then we go back over. Yeah, there we go. Then we go back over. <laughs> and there's the fox I and the it. grain. We take the grain this time and we take it over and we no. drop it off. And then yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the chicken. Rides back with us, yeah. So it doesn't no, wait, eat the wait, grain. No, and then, then we, we get the fox. Then we drop the chicken off and get the fox. Yes, and bring That's it back exactly over right. with the grain and drop him off, and then go back and get the chicken last. No, listen, listen. No, you, work. you took the. F- but no, you took the right. fox first. That's the only way to work. No, the chicken no, that's it. Take the chicken first and drop him off. Yeah, if you take the fox first, Dustin, the chicken would eat yeah, the grain. Yeah, you can't leave the chicken with the grain. So, say, say it so again. So you take I'm the chicken over first, drop him off. Then we go back and we pick up the grain, and then we take the grain over and we swap the grain and the chicken and bring the chicken back with us. So the grain's by itself on the other side. Gotcha. Then we take the fox. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Fucking genius. Yeah. Yeah. Then we yeah. Then we take the fox and leave the chicken and put him with the grain. The fox won't eat the grain. Then we go back and get the chicken and boom. Yeah. All three on the yeah. other side. Yeah, you guys make this journey back and forth and back and forth. And that's why I was saying, like, obviously, like, there's ways in Dungeons and Dragons that, like, you could make this journey work. But really, the Mojin are testing, like, problem solving and stuff. And that's why they laid out all those rules. But at the end, when you... like, leave the familiars behind. (laughs) I mean, they're still keeping an eye on them, right? (laughs) But, yeah, when you get to the other side uh, with the... Would it be the... What would be the last thing chicken. across, Barry? Mm-hmm. The chicken. <laughs> when, you get, when you make it to the other side with the chicken, um, as soon as the chicken touches the uh, the ground, the fox kind of stands up on its back hind legs and starts... It looks like it's like coughing up a hairball, and then it pukes out the, the clockwork key that you guys are all looking for. I'm going to scissor kick it. <laughs> yeah, you fucking punt this thing. <laughs> you punt this fox across, and it just like shatters into this like pile of scrap metal. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next door opens up. Congratulations. Uh, and once you guys get into the hallway, please rate the previous room on a scale of one to five stars. Uh, three. That was a five for me. <laughs> You're gonna get two fives from this one. Because I like that one, too. Thank you. What about you, fish man? Bean says five. I'll give it a three. Hmm. 
So on, I just want to say, on average, I think that was like a four average for that room. Yeah, so uh, whoa, not bad. That was pretty cool. Whoa. I.e. Um, boss battles, no puzzles. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys walk up to the door, and uh, this time, like, it immediately just swaps over to the room ready. And as soon as you guys walk There's in, a bunch of bits. Just a bunch of beds and cookies yeah. and uh, juice. No. This uh, is my kind of room. Dinosaur blankets. Hello, everybody. It is your Dungeon Master, Adam DeWeese here. Thank you all so much for checking out this week's episode of Halfway to Heroes. This week's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. That's right, Manscaped, a.k.a. the uh, number one provider in uh, below-the-waist grooming. No matter what you're working with down there, Manscaped is a tool you're going to want to grab. Uh, the Lawnmower 4.0. That's right. They're all the way up to four. There's been four of these dang things. And I'm sure one, two, and three have were, you know, good, p- pretty good themselves. But, uh, I mean, I can't really attest to that. All, uh, we have tried here on Halfway to Heroes is, uh, the 4.0. So I can attest to saying that uh, the 4.0 is pretty fantastic. It's got a built-in LED light. It is completely waterproof. They're the number one body grooming tool for a reason. And it's because they make really high-quality products. It's got wireless charging, (laughs) which is... It seems like it's been over-engineered. This thing is like so well thought out and put together uh it's amazing all of us here on halfway to heroes got a uh a a box to try out so that we could give authentic feedback about the product and 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 that's what i'm doing right now it really is an amazing product i I, like i said no matter what body part you're working with uh the manscaped lawnmower 4.0 will be fantastic to do some body grooming on you you know it's 2022 now uh, new year, new you. Maybe one of your resolutions is to, you know, up your personal hygiene game. And to do that, I mean, Manscaped's there for you. So if you want to join the over 4 million people in the world who have trusted Manscaped with their downstairs, you can get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code H, the number two H at manscaped.com that's right you head over to manscaped.com and when you check out enter the promo code h2h aka halfway to heroes and uh, you will get 20 percent off and free shipping worldwide it will also help us out uh, it will help manscaped know that uh, they trusted the right partners to, to support this show and it makes them know that they made a worthwhile investment in us and you won't regret it it is a very very handy tool and uh if you do end up getting the uh the package that comes with like boxers and uh, a t-shirt no joke softest t-shirt and softest boxers i've ever felt in my life you know that i'm a t-shirt snob 
uh well that's saying something if i'm you know plugging this t-shirt itself so uh again head over to manscaped.com and enter the promo code h2h this week's episode is also brought to you by the podcast called ohio hauntings and legends podcast that's right this podcast uh they they started out primarily focusing on ohio haunts and that's because i don't know if you all know this ohio is like the most haunted state in america and all of us here on Halfway to Heroes are from Ohio. We, you know, we were born and raised in Ohio, still living in Ohio. Uh, we have checked out a couple of the spots on this podcast ourselves because when we were younger and didn't have kids and, you know, all that jazz, we love to go ghost hunting and just, you know, try to find spooky, spooky, spooky places, which there's an abundance of in Ohio. And uh, that's why I was so drawn to uh, this podcast when I found out about them. I highly suggest checking it out. And you know what? You don't have to be from Ohio to check out this podcast uh, because they actually go all over the world. They go every state in America. They go other countries. It is literally like a global phenomenon, uh, you know, haunted podcast, a spooky podcast. So, again, that is Ohio Hauntings and Legends podcast. You can find it wherever you get your podcast. Uh, and then uh, not only that, here in about four seconds or so you're going to hear an amazing promo for the show and uh make sure you stick around to the end of this episode to hear some fun outtakes and a shout out to all of our patrons thank you all for listening see you all at the end bye everybody You guys see across the way, you guys see the door. It's kind of a square. All the other ones had kind of like depictions where it looked like you guys were like going through a journey where it was getting a little bit like darker and like uh, grungier. In here, it's just like a solid, like a pretty dark gray room uh, with just very minimal lighting in the area. And then this is door straight ahead of you. Uh, but on either side of the door... There are these two, it looks like these like, what you guys would picture like plexiglass squares, like making up from floor to ceiling, but your characters would probably know them to be like wall of forces, arcane walls they can't pass between. And in front of each of them is a lever. And uh, K8 says, This one's pretty simple. We are just now judging your personality choices for this room. You will need to make unanimous choices on each and every choice. Only when it is unanimous will you be able to pull a lever. We'll start off with an easy one. And you see the chutes above each of the plexiglass uh, cubes, whatever. Uh, you see a little panel in the ceiling open up and you see drop down a cat in one side and a dog in the other. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Ah, cats. 
What? Dogs. <laughs> cat. Cat. So, 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 what are we voting on to happen to the cats or dogs? <laughs> this is this is voting on like this is a uh, this is a, you're voting for your favorite of the, of these things, and it's gonna be it's gonna be just a bunch of them, and it needs to be unanimous between the party. Dogs. Not unanimous. Um, not unanimous. It's got to be a majority rule. Sorry, I messed up in my. Order. I mean, I'm with cats because I just like cats. I'm also liking cats right now. I want a new group. <laughs> cats. And did Drip also say dogs? Mm-hmm. So I think it's gonna be up to Beans. What does Beans say? You know what? Beans doesn't like fucking cats because they always keep trying to eat them, don't they? Beans Neither is just going to say what I want them to say. Neither does Frank. Dogs. Frank don't like cats either. All right. Majority <laughs> rules. But I, but I feel like, but Frank, I don't think, like, he yeah. can't talk, right? No. So, unfortunately, I, I feel like. this fucking dragon yeah. be like, <laughs> He flies up to the cat and growls at it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah, beans will also vote for, for dogs. I think that'll be a three to two vote for that. Uh, beans will run over and pull the fucking lever in front of the dogs. Like his, like his favorite. I thought I knew and you guys. You, uh, I, I thought I knew me too, but I guess not. <laughs> um, as soon as he does, you see in the cat wall, uh, prison, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, from the floor, it just sh- is this shower of flames fills the entire chamber. <laughs> you, mur- you murdered a cat. <laughs> but then you see that the dog in the other chamber kind of poofs out of existence, like it was just an illusion. <laughs> and then you see in one. <laughs> <laughs> You see in one pillar a uh, painting of a beach drops down, and then in the other pillar a painting of some mountains drops down. Beach mountains. <laughs> oh my God, we're gonna tear this group apart. Mountains. Beach. I'm a beach guy. Is that is that two to two? How is Marcus a fucking beach guy? <laughs> I'm doing these like personal choices. <laughs> <laughs> Look, okay, the sunscreen that I use is really good stuff, okay? I can enjoy a beach every now and again. Was that two to two again? Yeah. Down to oh Beans. God. Motherfucker. Remember, Beans, there's a lot of good loot that you could get from people on a beach when they leave their stuff set. Everybody hides their um, treasures up in the mountains. <sighs> I'm trying to embody, but you know what? I I really feel like there's more rats on beaches than you know. On you know what beaches have? They have seagulls and pelicans. Yeah. You know what they eat? Oh, that's a good point, Auric. Yeah. Uh, you he'll be walking towards the beach, and Auric says that, and then he like looks back at Auric and he's like, "Good point." Yeah, but <laughs> he goes over and have mountain lions and other things like that that eat rats. Mm, yeah, they have like cats, but they have little rocks you can hide under too. You can't. Can't hide under sand. Yes, you can. <laughs> it's just gonna be you guys trying to Kind of like that spider that tosses the sand over him. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Fuck those things. Yeah, but he's gonna burst a dig for it though. He's gonna run over and he's gonna pull the mountains. And then the yeah. picture of the beach, uh there's gonna be those flames are up from the floor, but then the painting kind of 
uh, the painting of the mountain kind of poofs out like it was an illusion also. <laughs> Next, um, the one on the left drops a cake, and Ooh. the one on the right drops a pie. Cake. Ooh. Cake. Cake. Okay. Cake. All right, uh, we have got a nobody unanimous decision. Uh, Beans also says cake. Uh, so somebody can run over and pull the pull the cake one uh, quick and quick and dirty, and uh, the pie will get incinerated, and then the cake will disappear. That one, that one would have been hard to stomach if you guys would have said pie. <laughs> there is a uh, a dragon falls from the ceiling, and then a oh my unicorn, God. a unicorn falls from the other ceiling. A dragon, dragon. Totally a dragon. dragon. All right, so that's that would be unanimous or not unanimous. I keep saying unanimous, and like I don't know what that word means. It that would, would be a majority. If I find a unicorn, I want to stumble upon it on like a journey. I don't just don't want it to pop up in front of me. All right. Yeah. Poof. Uh, yeah. This is, a bunch of this is Dungeons and Dragons, not Dungeons and Unicorns. <laughs> So you guys go up to the dragon one, pull the lever to vote for it, and the uh, the unicorn is incinerated. Um, next one, you get you fucking torch that so, shit. <laughs> well, you guys are now figuring out like it's like they're illusions. It's, they're both like illusions that are yeah. dropping down. You're not like literally murdering cats and unicorns <laughs> and shit. Um, but the fire really does seem real. I do want to point that out. Next, you see a uh, a pile of bananas fall down in one, and a pile of apples in the other. Apples, apples. That's that's a tough one for me. Not am I, I'm supposed to be Pendle right now? Hang on. Yeah, it's Pendle. Yeah, oh, Pendle like apples or bananas? I don't even care. <laughs> Barry would have chose apples. Okay. What, what would the boy like? <laughs> Barry can't eat apples. What What would a uh, Pendle oh, right. like? <laughs> But Marcus does. <laughs> yeah, Marcus got them chompers for apples. I just feel like bananas are, you know, they're not very good. It's the timing, man. It's the timing. Take that, banana industry. It's the timing. There goes our Chiquita banana uh, sponsorship. <laughs> I honestly don't know what to pick for Pendle. He's a robot. That I'll go back eat. and retcon episodes if they want to sponsor us. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> Bananas are the best. <laughs> there, now we got that sound clip just in case. He's <laughs> such a random fucking sponsor for a D podcast. I feel like you're giving this some really serious thought, Dustin, and it's just apples or bananas, man. What? What? No. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm thinking too. Listen. The thing is, I'm so a robot. He's got his thinking right, face. Think of it on. like this: Would you rather have apple juice or banana juice? A robot. Ask a robot that. Ask a robot that, Johnny. Yeah. Okay. So what would the robot say? The robot it, would say yeah. apple juice because the banana juice would be all gritty and shit and clog up your shit. Yeah. Ask, would. ask Siri or Alexa what she would prefer: bananas or apples. Hey Cortana, would you prefer apples or bananas? Or Cortana? Who's Cortana? <laughs> She's the Windows Siri. <laughs> Jesus. Instead of all the questions you could have asked, they didn't give me a fucking answer. What'd she say? No, no That's what she said. Bananas. I'm going with apples. If I hear my friends all saying apples, I'd probably say apples. There's no Honeycrisp banana, so. <laughs> yeah, and Pendle, you realize that you're outvoted anyway. Three to, three to yeah, one. Yeah, I'll so say apples. 
Yeah, uh, I know we've had Frank, uh, I mean, Beans um, vote, but Beans is only used in tie breaks. Other than that, Beans does not vote for these. Well, here, um, here's food for thought. <laughs> one, <laughs> one serving of an apple is double the size compared to one serving of a banana. So you guys go up and incinerate the bananas. Jeez, I'm I'm worried about this. This one is a one is a okay. One is a uh, one's a painting of nighttime and one's a painting of daytime. Guys, what if this is preparing us for the next room and we chose a fucking dragon? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're gonna be fucked, but in the mountains, I personally would have to go with uh, nighttime here. Avi, yep, I saw that coming from a mile away. <sighs> yeah, nighttime. Daytime. Nighttime. Nighttime. There's the majority. All right. Yeah. So drip is drip is all about that date, that sunlight. Drip, do you even have daytime and nighttime in the sewers, or is it just kind of all uh a blur? I have one of those UV boxes I put on my head. <laughs> to make, to keep me happy. You hear Kate say Getting down to the final questions now. Um, and then in one box drops uh, these sl- uh, massive, massive snakes all kind of piling in. Uh, and then the other box are these like bird-eating glythe tarantulas. Spiders uh, or no. snakes? Snakes. 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 What we we would prefer to have these attack us, is you saying? No, it's just literally what you like more. What do I like? This is more? a personality test for the group, a group personality test per se. Tarantulas. Jesus. <laughs> I still have two big fang marks in my back from that forest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Marcus and Ulrich are way over spiders at this point. No, thank you. <laughs> so we have what? Two snakes, one spider? Yeah, drip. You might be the tiebreaker. here. That's easy. Snakes. Bam. Okay. Yeah. Pindle's that way. Pindle, I can't believe you picked spiders. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, he I hates guess, snakes. I, guess, I don't get it. I, well, I guess a spider couldn't pierce robot metal, but a snake could crunch, a, a crunch cr- what is it? What's that called? The, the There's a fucking cr- constrict. There's a funnel web spider that bites so hard snake. it can pierce fingernails. Yeah, fuck Ooh. that. Well, it could strict or snake, man. Could like choke a choke a robot out somehow. Choke choke a chicken. I feel like I feel like um, you could choke a snake out before it could choke you out. <laughs> yeah, you just. Grab a I snake. feel like I could find a snake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I, if it's like an anaconda, that's a different story. But <laughs> no, I could still. I would. I would punch an anaconda oh, yeah. if I'm on dry you land. Punch, you punch them all you want, man. I don't think the <laughs> anaconda would care one bit how hard you hit it. Probably not. Okay. All right. Next question. Um, in in one box drops a sword, and then in one box drops a shield. <clears throat> I'm gonna say I'll grab a sword. sword. Tough. I'd say sword. Sword right, for yeah. me. All right. That's a quick majority. Majority. <laughs> <laughs> the majority. Quick majority right there. Um, uh. <laughs> And then uh, this whole time, like that, that fire has been just incinerating uh, whatever illusions in the room. This next one is different because you see this massive pile of gold 
start to pour from the ceiling. And this time you can hear it. You can hear it clinking on the ground as it's falling. And uh, when it's all done and totaled up, you can like look at it and you probably think it's probably like 500 to like a thousand gold pieces probably. And then on the other side, a single clockwork key drops. What's that mean? We have to we have to choose the key though. But they're illusions. Maybe. No, this like Are this, they? like the illusions. Like you guys couldn't hear them gotcha. whenever they were gotcha, illusions. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, this like you hear like the solid, the solidness of this situation where how, it really is choosing between about a thousand gold pieces. How thick is this plexiglass? It's, it's I've been calling it pe- plexiglass for visual, but it's actually a wall of force. Uh, which is like a D&D spell. It's like an invisible wall. So what happens if we pull both levers? Can we get the gold and the key? If you pull both levers, it will incinerate both rooms. Uh, out of character question, do we know we need these keys? Yeah, you were told you need the seven keys of prophecies. We definitely need a keys. I mean... Yeah, burn the gold. I'll say the keys. I'll say key. Key. All right, yeah, you guys go up, pull for the key, and uh, you see the fire go up on the gold, and then the fire eventually stops, and uh, it didn't really, like, it. you don't think it was, like, hot enough fire to, like, burn all the gold, but, like, it's still behind that big wall. But then the wall of force surrounding the key dissipates, and you're able to collect the key. Is this our sixth key or our seventh? This is number it's six. Like oh, this six? is six. Yeah, so this is one six right here. More. Nice, one guys. to go. One to go for seven keys of prophecy. <laughs> the next room is going to be nighttime. <laughs> dragon. It's now nighttime. Close All we have are swords and our pet dogs. <laughs> 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 the dogs win. <laughs> the snakes are riding on the yeah, back of the dragon. Won. Yeah, yeah, because beans likes dogs more than cats. Because cats keep trying to eat them up. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, you go up to the to the next hallway and you hear that familiar voice. Please rate your previous room on a score of one to five stars. Give that one a four. Four. Yeah, I'd say four as well. One. Dang, Marcus. Fucking rough. I mean, that was just... That was okay. Five! I give it a four. Not bad. The next room flips from uh, preparing to ready. This one, as soon as the door starts to open, the all the lights in the hallway go out. Oh, mm-hmm. Jesus. Yep. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, uh, Please the, enter the next room. What's it look like ahead of us in the room? Is it dark? Oh yeah, it is pitch black. I do believe Ulrich will be able to sh- see shades of red. Yep, it's very dark. Marcus, you go first. You like darkness? <laughs> I'm, I'm. You I'm, vampire I'm, man, you get in there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk forward and do a perception check about what I can see. <laughs> before I before I cross oh, into the room, 
So yeah, in inside this next room, as soon as uh, all the lights dim and the doors open, you all can tell like you guys heard the door open, but you guys can't see your hand in front of your face, except for all Rick. I think is the only <laughs> one that has the. Uh, I'm gonna produce. I'm gonna produce flame. All right, Ulrich is able to produce his flame in his hand, and you're able to see that you are in this room that is a uh, rather large room, probably about 40 foot by 40 foot on either side, and it's a very nondescript room. There is a, uh, from here, I think your light would shed just enough light on the far wall that you could see a door on the other side. And above that door, you see a, a a timer counting down, and it started at three minutes. And it's like a, it looks like a like a dim, like a digital clock readout where it literally said like three colon zero zero, and then I was like two fifty nine, two fifty eight. It's like counting room? down. It look, I mean, it, it kind of looks like an escape room with some kind of countdown going on. Um, and then you do see the door under it, and then. Ulrich, with your with your flames, you're able to see that uh, right to the right side of the door. It looks kind of like a like a like a doorbell on the door, and then from there, I don't think you can see anything else in this entire room. I'm going to shoot the doorbell with my bow. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it is a it is a small doorbell, so we'll have to, this is going to be. Oh, you know what? I'm not even in roll twenty. Right, dude. Was that a twenty three? Yeah. Yeah, you fucking snipe this doorbell. Uh, and um, Oh, that's fucking awesome. Uh, we'll just say that you guys entered into the, the room and closed behind because that's what like is expected of you guys all. But then, uh, yeah, Ulrich snipes this doorbell. Uh, Ulrich, you hit that doorbell and you see the timer flip from 2.50 back to three minutes. And then it starts counting down again. Is the how is the doorbell damaged? Uh, we'll <laughs> we'll say that it's still active, just so that you didn't just shatter it and uh, lost that capability. Okay, so the doorbell resets the timer. What else did he see? It's a pretty. It looks like a pretty solid square room, except for that uh, that doorbell and the timer over the door, opposite of you guys. I'm gonna walk towards it and go up to the door bell. <laughs> okay. Does any does anything happen? No, no, nothing happens. Try to open the door, man. I'm gonna. Is there a door next to it? Yeah, it's one of those, it's like the same kind of doors that you guys have been seeing this whole time that like pretty much usually whenever you guys complete a challenge, the door just opens. All right, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try and open it. All right. Yeah, I was going to have you roll for it, but honestly, like anytime that it's, it's pretty much impossible for, you know, somebody to, to, to roll and accomplish something, uh, it doesn't really make sense to have them roll. So like, yeah, you can put like as much muscle as you can into this door. And it just feels like it is, it's so solid. You, you guys haven't tried to open any of these doors before, but now you're realizing Marcus, like these doors are pretty fucking sturdy. Yeah. So I'm just going to ring the doorbell again. 
and then uh, the timer was down to two forty. Um, mm. But then you press oh, okay. the button, and it goes back up to three minutes again. You know, maybe we're supposed to let the time run out. I'm gonna keep looking around the room for anything. I don't even know. Is there like a, a drawer, a little nice stand? <laughs> All right, roll me a uh, perception check. Nineteen. You can tell this. It seems like almost imperceivable that the walls from the sides seem to be just barely, barely like inching closer in on themselves. Uh oh. Hmm. So yeah, let's just let the time run out and see what happens. <laughs> we'll get squashed. Does anybody have any immovable rods? I don't want to get squashed. That's weird. I have two of them in my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. It's like the walls are closing in on us like Star Wars. Yeah, yeah it was going very slowly, but we'll say that like, so the timer was at like 250. We'll say after a minute, now it's down to about, um, so it was a 40 foot by 40 foot room. So the walls have now closed into about like a 30 foot gap. Like it's now 40 by 30 instead of 40 by 40. Oh my God. So what happens if we ring the doorbell and get into the wall spring back? Do you want to try it? Not really. Cause you know, if we reset the timer, <laughs> <laughs> the walls might squish us first. I think we should have just let the timer run out. I think. Yeah, let's try like, to run out. I don't know. It's a trust thing. And if we don't trust it and we keep resetting the timer, we're going to get squashed. We'll say that it gets down to um, one minute now. And it's like now just like a 20 foot gap by 40 foot long. And now, like I see it now, Ulrich noticed this very early on about the walls closing in. Now everybody is very obvious able to like see that like this room is way skinnier now than it was and then we'll we'll keep going we'll go down to this uh, now about uh, about 30 seconds left on the timer and now it's only about a 10 foot wide gap so oh like you God. guys probably couldn't even be like uh, you guys would probably have to be like single file now like at that door I'm like terrified I'm gonna close my eyes and close my butt. So I'm, my hand is like right at the doorbell, and I'm like sweating, and I was like, I don't know what to do. What, what should I do, guys? <laughs> do I press it again, or do we just wait? Just wait, man. Wait it out. <laughs> we'll get down to, we'll get down to like ten seconds left on the timer, and now it's like where the walls are like. T- if you were standing wide. It, the walls would be like touching your as the shoulders except for maybe drip who's so small but like your other ones like pindle it's like scraping on your ball <laughs> <laughs> scraping on my left. balls it's scraping your ball oh man um, <laughs> are you then, oh gosh are you drip are you like balls. the are you like the fish from spongebob that when you turn sideways you're completely flat <laughs> what was that dude's name I flounder so yeah flounder the one who hides the pickles under his tongue 
<laughs> I don't remember anything about pickles, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get down to like five seconds left on the timer. And now, like, you guys are like either like Marcus and uh, Ulrich, you guys are like having like turn sideways now. It's like pressing on your chest. Uh, Pendle, it's like grinding up on, on your ball. And now, even Drip, uh, you can't even really stand square on with this thing anymore. And then it just keeps closing tighter and t- tighter as it's saying four, three, uh, two. Uh, and then as soon as it hits zero, uh, the timer just flashes all zeros across it. And then the walls start to slowly open back up and the lights come on and the door opens up. <laughs> I was right. Doggy. And inside the inside this hallway, the only difference between all the previous hallways is that it now it, it does have one of those pedestals with the key inside of it. Uh, I was testing our patience. <laughs> so if we would reset, the, Dustin the almost again. pressed it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, it would have been terrible. Yeah, I was just thinking. I was like, "You guys are gonna have to think of a way to fucking stop these walls." If he pe- because he, I think he said at one point, "I'm gonna press it." I don't remember that. <laughs> I'm just. I'm glad you did because it got mm-hmm. real hairy there for a second. Marcus had his finger right up to it. I did. I was like right there, <laughs> almost gonna touch it. Thank you all for checking out this week's episode of Half Witty Heroes. It is me, your Dungeon Master, Amdewees. I want to first give a special thank you to all of our current patrons. So thank you so much, Tiana H., The Lawful Stupid Podcast, Aaron G., Bradley M., Chelsea, Christian S., Danny T., Jeremy Fair, Ken H., Caster, Dark Elf Daddy, Derpy Sick, Forty McFry, Jerundu, Hot Ketchup, Jean Lorber, Mosey, Patrick C, Rachel, aka Dragonbait, Remus S, and Tanya S. Hey, thank you, uh, Patrick C and Aaron G. A thank you to our new patrons as of the last episode going out. So I really appreciate that. Uh, we actually, hey, everybody. We have just recently, within like the last month, revamped our Patreon page. Pretty much gave more bonus content to everybody. We're growing as a network, and uh, with so, the costs also grow. And seriously, that Patreon keeps all the shows on the network going. It's not a Patreon just for half Heroes. It's a Patreon for Majestic Goose Network, uh, which I am the founder of and... Now that we're up to like 12 shows or so on it, uh, that Patreon really does keep us going. So if you enjoy our content, please consider heading over to patreon.com slash Majestic Goose and donating as low as $1 a month. That $1 a month will get you a lot of bonus content. And if you're you're thinking that $1 is not going to help us out every month, I can promise you it is. All those dollars add up and it is a huge help to us. And I love adding new names to this list. 
couple other housekeeping notes to uh, mention before I let you get to these outtakes. We've got a new show coming to the network next month called Crits and Knits. It's going to be a Twitch stream and a podcast where uh, all the members are knitters. And the first couple you know, minutes, half hour, whatever, of the show are going to be them uh, knitting and showing off you know, the work that they've uh, worked on uh, in between the last stream. And then it's going to be a group of retired adventurers in their senior years going off on another adventure for one last hurrah. I myself am not on the show. And you know what? I cannot wait to hear this show. I'm so excited for it just as a listener. Uh, so you're going to want to check it out. It's going to be edited down to a podcast as well. So make sure you follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Majestic Goose Network so that you can uh, follow along for that show. Also, one more pretty big update. Uh, we are switching podcast providers here as of this episode going out. It's probably going to be within that week. And with so, I mentioned that the costs have been growing as the network has been growing. And uh, with this new podcast host, we will be uh, adding in some dynamic ads, mostly host red ads by me. Uh, there may be some Spotify marketplace ads added in, uh, like just, you know, generic ads. I'm going to try to make it as unintrusive as I can. Uh, my plan right now is to have any kind of Spotify ads be at the very end of the episode, even after the outtakes. And then I may just insert one uh, dynamically hosted ad into my already current mid-rolls. However, the cool thing about us making the switch is we are going to be able to easily set up a Patreon uh, exclusive feed where if you're one of our patrons, you will get ad-free episodes, so you will not have to hear any of those new ads at all. So that's just another incentive to join our Patreon. That's going to be our $5 and up tier. Uh, so make sure you consider checking that out. Last note, we are going to be doing GooseCon 2022 this year. It's going to be our first ever in-person gaming convention. There is going to be live shows. There's going to be meet and greets. There's going to be board games. Uh, pretty much everybody from the network is going to be there. We are targeting the first week of October, like the weekend of, I think it's October 7th. Uh, it's going to be somewhere in the Cincinnati area. Uh, and we will be having a Kickstarter to make sure that before we, you know, completely pull the trigger on that, we will be able to fund that event. But I've got my hopes up high, and I'm super excited for it. So stay tuned. Uh, keep an eye out for that. I've got a couple of meetings with a couple of different vendors here soon to start to get that budget out before I can start that Kickstarter. But yeah, uh, stay tuned because it's going to be a lot of fun. And other than that, seriously, just thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all so much for uh, thank you for leaving your five star ratings reviews, uh, like Susan Fahman, who says it's so fun on five stars. It's amazing. The interaction is great. And it's one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. Amazing feedback. Thank you so much, Susan. Uh, if you want me to read your five star rating review, just leave it on Apple Podcasts. Hey, you can now leave uh, ratings and reviews on Spotify also. So if you listen on Spotify, just drop us a, uh, a rating. I don't know if you can do reviews. I know you can do ratings though. And uh, check out season two of One Shot Onslaught dropping next Tuesday. If you're looking for more content, that's going to be the episode you want to start on. Next Tuesday, subscribe to One Shot Onslaught. Start right there. We're going to be playing through the Lost Minds of Fandelver mini campaign before we get into one shots. 
can't wait for y'all to hear it. It was so much fun. And thank you all so much. Love you all. I will talk to you all in two weeks. Bye, Woody. Dude, they're not going to kill us. In I think I'm dead. In Am- Amazon. They're not going to kill us. <laughs> oh, my God. This Do you know so how good. bad that would be for PR if they killed us? Dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? You gonna kill all of us in the first <laughs> fucking challenge? <laughs> Thanks for tuning into season two. We'll see you next year for season we'll three. See you in twenty twenty two for campaign Ble- three. Blizzus would be out of a bunch of money. I mean, <laughs> a majestic goose podcast. Honk.